0: Well, where we were, the argument we were going to continue into the podcast before we got sidetracked. Corollary, corollary. King, I I I corollary is I know it's a valid pronunciation, but I think corollary is also. Let's see corollary, cor. It's the secondary corollary. It's a secondary pronunciation. Google only seems to acknowledge one. I'm on dictionary.com. Well, who do you trust? Google I or don't the dictionary? Trust you trust the fucking dictionary, though. That's just a, that's just a Google you can't edit. <laughs> like Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Thanks, Webster. And I. I... Corollary. Uh, I think I I don't know how to read this crazy ass um other thing, but it looks like there. There's a second pronunciation there. I don't know how to read freaking phonetic. I don't know how to read pronunciations. I just speak some. I can't read the shit. Hi, I'm Stephen Clayton, and I'm Nick Smith. We have good ideas, so you don't have to. Consider this our proposal to you. This is Investors Needed. <laughs> yes, essentially. Uh, CoriLeri? Car- it, it does... It Gary- looks like Larry? they tried to spell the man in the red room, basically. Yeah, if you if you read it backwards, it says Errol, Eric. <laughs> the hell does Errol that mean? Eric. The yeah. you'd like is going to come back in style. A proposition that follows from. <laughs> there, here's an idea. So, well, I don't know. Maybe there's something we can do with this because you've got that fucked up dictionary pronunciation that no one can pronounce, is there a way to get rid of it and put in something that people would be able to pronounce? I don't know if there is, because we're arguing over how to pronounce a word that is spelled very obviously, and it's the pronunciation god that's throwing us off. Yeah. Oh, it's a British pronunciation. That's what it threw me. Oh. So I was wrong. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> an imperial so, pronunciation. I, so i was wrong i'm sorry yeah what, what did we go to war for nick what was this revolution about free love yeah yep it's the uh the the carolery of my trousers chap mm. frontier mm. yeah speaking the speaking the queens the tur- of turbans the frontier. frontier of turbines turbans. Mm, turbines. You're not even pronouncing it wrong, right? <laughs> turbines. Turbine. Turbine. Your emphasis is off. But... Is, that, is that like uh, it's like one of them birds inside other birds you eat at Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a, a minor bird inside a turkey. Mmm, <laughs> delicious taste the mine they call it a mine the mine. see but it was a fucking mine like i don't i don't know what he was on about it was a mine they were mining in there (laughs) yeah they call it a mine in reality, it was an underground city in which things were mined, but they just called it a mine. They call it a spade! A spade! <laughs> yeah. Gimli's that guy who, who disputes things that he agrees with. Ugh. or just over like emphasizes somebody getting something right it's like yeah they got it because they knew it yeah but thanks for know, pointing it know. out yeah uh yeah beethoven was not the name of the dog beethoven was the name of the man <laughs> the london underground was not a political movement yeah <laughs> central tenet of buddhism is not every man for himself uh. Uh, so I, d- I did bring a topic oh did you now <laughs> yeah T- um uh, can, can, can i, see, can I see a question <laughs> <laughs> sure are you sure this is something you haven't brought to uh us before you know, uh, there are some ideas that we would describe as ever Ah, yes, coniferous. Like, um, yes. Um, uh, uh, like like the mighty oak mm, or the Douglas fir. Oh, or the yeah, Dug- mighty, Douglas yeah, yeah, no, fir, like the mighty oak. Yeah, the Douglas mm. fir. Um, no, it's uh, it's entirely possible we've discussed this before, but uh, I I think recent events have made it worth bringing up again, and maybe we can bring some some new. New right. to Lay it on me. So, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there is a fruit company in California that is making a thing you can wear on your wrist. Oh, yes. I know because they put the app on my phone, even though I have no intention of buying it. Yes, yes. Um, and this conjectured wrist item, um, one would call that a wearable. And we are talking about then the class of computing, what is a wearable. You are talking about smart rubbers? Eh. Um don't, don't don't get out of me here. Um now the idea of a wearable is nothing new, of course. You know, you have got uh, you've got your your fits bit and your your jawbones up and your Google's glass. <laughs> yes. Um
1: uh, all uh, all, all of the humongous which. successes,
0: without exception. Yes. Well, so, but but the thing that that the fruit company is doing that is interesting is that they're, they're taking sort of the idea of that wrist real estate and they're packaging it in an aesthetically pleasing way that comports somewhat to existing habits and expectations, which is an important part if, if we think about sort of from a five-factors perspective of, of innovation diffusion. Uh, so, compatibility with existing norms is so they, like, So it's a calculator watch? Yes, yes. Um, a- among other things. It's calculator watch that can also tell time. Um, they, they, the fruit company has staked out real estate on the wrist, and I don't feel like the wrist is where we can go, but uh, since can Google be, like, is— this whole like real estate on bodies is is interesting but i'm sorry i interrupted you that that is an idea though um google is seeding the face that they've more or less pulled the plug on glass for now and so i think there is an opportunity for the face but we have to come up with an idea that is going to comport to existing norms that'll be kind of fashionable that people will want to wear and so i i bring this to you good sir I propose that we get into the game of making smart monocles. I love it. So basically, kind of what... Essentially what number two had in uh, Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery in patch form... Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of was... Able, i still don't know how that technology works where you look at the back of a card and you can see what it is like oh. a speci- was was the card the ink on the card a specific of composition well, th- that works I, with x-rays or i think the i think the bigger question is how was he seeing it regardless of how that technology works how was he seeing it when he was missing that eye what was wired through his bad eye socket into the other eye right right into his brain Oh. yeah it just kind of it just kind of basically well he, yeah, yeah it's kind of a he just forked the optic nerve from the one good eye into into the socket for the you know freaking well, thank, I, th- I mean i don't want to go all optometric on you yeah well, well you know th- thank god we fan wanked that away. yeah um now I, I remember at one point in the past we did discuss the idea of um of a contact lens onto which we could project ads I believe um, it sounds like us or perhaps yep uh the the problem with a contact lens is yeah you wear it but no one really knows you're wearing it it's it's you you, you can't peacock with a contact lens not unless it's one of those like thriller video contact lenses oh yeah cat eyes ah. Um, but with a monocle, you know, you, you've got, uh, first of all, a little bit of utility. You take on, you take off. Anything could be projected on it. It's, your, it's a window through which you can view the world. People can accessorize and decorate. Um, and, you, you know, the kind of person who's going to wear a smart monocle has a certain amount of eccentricity in them already. So they're really going to appreciate the opportunity to stand out from from the rest of the sheeple. Can I can I take that eccentricity knob and crank it a little more? Oh, oh I, I encourage it. Smart opera glasses. Oh, I I like it. I like it for for the uh for the technologically inclined opera. Yeah, and it's more unisex. Women outside of like like three or four super villainesses. You don't yeah. see women in monocles. Yeah, I think to be a woman and wear a monocle, historically, you had you have to have been uh, a baroness of something. Yeah, I mean, and granted, I'm not saying that women can't wear monocles. I'm just saying, I don't. It's a bit of a fashion barrier that that and I, that is well, difficult to overcome. And I think that the opera glass is is more of the eccentric eyewear that I would be more comfortable for women mm-hmm um well i i think that there's you know there, there's pros and cons of this because one approach would be to go with the opera glass because it, it is what you know i mean every woman has at one point or another gazed through an opera glass and that, that is it's it's an easier sell because the pre the existing behavior is already yeah. there but there's also an opportunity to reinvent the monocle as, as an accessory that is equally acceptable to both men and women. That's that's a good point. <clears throat> yeah, you know, make it make it a little smaller. Uh, add, add some interesting color options, and you know, I I think, you know, fashion is such a strange thing. He said, wearing his uh, t-shirt from a brewery. Uh, fashion. Is about projection, but it's also about reflection. So it's like if a woman sees, uh, you know, Giselle Bundchen or Lady Gaga wearing something, they'll say, "Oh well, clearly that, that's something that would be acceptable for me yeah. to wear as well." Um, you, you, you want to look like your your idols and your heroes. Uh, so if we, you know, get, I think it's an easy sell to get Lady Gaga to start wearing a monocle. Yeah And then the trickle down will happen from there That's good Something you said just got my wheels turning And maybe just put a pin in this But you said that fashion is about perception And it's about reflection Isn't Mm -hmm. that basically an invisibility cloak? (laughs) In a sense, yeah It's it's a metaphorical invisibility cloak So, yeah, let's put a pin in that idea Anyway Okay, yes (laughs) Well, uh, we'll come back to the metaphorical invisibility cloak, um, but yeah, I think we we need to get celebrities in monocles because it's the only mm-hmm. it's yeah it'll trickle down. That's especially yeah if if I like how has there not been a, a like a hip hop monocle in in what. Almost forty years of hip hop, and not a—I can't think of a single person in a monocle. That's kind of amazing. If you think about the accoutrement of, of hip hop, a, a tremendous amount of it recalls, you know, European regality uh, in its various forms—canes, capes—and yeah. um, yet no monocles. Yeah, I mean, Flavor Flav would have worn a grandfather clock around his neck if if his if his muscles could support it. <laughs> Hey, it's it, he had a bad back. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, Flavor Flav is just gonna get old. And just be a hunchback. Like, yeah. <laughs> do, do your Flavor Flav impression one more time, <laughs> boy. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. So you, you've got. Uh, I, I. I like that we're going down this route b- because. The prerequisite for any successful wearable piece of technology is you have to wear it. It can't be something that you buy and then that sits on your, you know, your nightstand. It has to be something that you feel comfortable putting on every day. So by focusing on the fashion element first, uh, we're, we're setting ourselves up to uh, create something that people will embrace, that they'll want to wear, and then the functionality we can we can layer on on top of that. So, so we have our uh, our monocle. Yeah. Uh, We could do different uh, sizes, different shapes, different uh, color schemes. Some can be mirrored. Some can be perfectly transparent. Some can just be the ring around the monocle without a piece of glass in there. If we really want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we we can have the you know the his and her lines uh, to to appeal to. To our different customer segments. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, imagine we'll we'll do a good deal of business in ones that aren't prescription just by virtue of the fact that... I imagine there's not a lot of people that have different visual... Like, significantly different visual subscriptions where one eye is 20-20 and the other one actually needs glasses. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I... I've been out of the optometry game for a while, so maybe things have changed. In yeah, the, yeah, the your, your years, certification has lapsed, has yeah. Lapsed. But... I I think that there's probably truth to that. Um, the For for those who are in that situation, uh, we could also sell them two monocles. Or we could uh, open up a, an opera a glass. side business of single contacts. Onesies, yeah, j- just oh, onesies. onesies we'll, we'll call onesies it, yeah. to go with your to go with your. Have we named this thing yet? No, 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 no. But uh, I, I think I think we need to unwrap it a little bit That's first fair. before before we get to the name. One one hurdle I'm seeing that that I think was was what killed the Google Glass mm-hmm. is um the potential to record and photograph things and people without them Mm -hmm. having any knowledge or consent yeah so i think i've i i've come up with a solution to that problem okay i'm eager to hear this any time that the camera on on our device is engaged it will loudly proclaim proclaim either for photo or video i am taking a photograph i am taking a photograph i am taking a photograph (laughs) 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 <laughs> and the kinds of people that we're selling to uh who who would wear our monocles, they're gonna be okay with that because they're, they're crying out for attention anyway. I mean, it's just gonna make their consumption more conspicuous, and isn't that what this game's all about? Well, it's that's exactly what I alluded to earlier. It's a form of peacocking. Mm. It's uh, you know, hey, look at me I'm on NBC. I, I Yeah, exactly look at me. I uh I don't even know what's on NBC anymore. Parks and Recs got canceled. Communities on Yahoo. Thirty Rocks done. Brian Williams is suspended. Brian Williams is suspended. Yeah, I don't uh, know. We'll, it must we'll dive be back into... like Netflix shows or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll dive. We'll dive back into the catalog. Hey, look at me! I'm on Friends. <laughs> that maybe that's all. Marketing idea. Okay, people like watching old shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Why don't we, rather than doing product placement on shows that are airing now, mm-hmm. retcon our product into existing properties that have already been proven to be successes? Why can't Why can't we throw a bag of money at Castle Rock? and have Kramer wearing one of these things. That was exactly the example I was going to give. It's every time Kramer appears, a monocle is digitally mapped to his face, and sometimes when he's shocked or when he like jerks around, the monocle falls out. And you know what? That show wouldn't change a bit. Nope, it is totally within the scope of the universe kramer to be wearing a monocle and then people are going to watch it and they're not going to say wait a minute i don't remember kramer wearing a monocle they'll say all oh, that kramer and his monocle exactly it's beautiful yeah so so we'll we'll strike a deal with castle rock we'll get kramer wearing a monocle uh that that's that'll convince people that this is you know a a cultural trend that's been building for a little while yes. Um. Yeah, that that's good. I like this idea of uh of retconning product placement. I think that's a, that is that's a veritable gold mine. I agree. Uh monocles on everyone. Monocles on Jed Bartlett. Mo- the man with multiple monocles, monocles. on Jed Clampett. <laughs> He was an oil millionaire. That's what they wear monocles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A- and, uh, classic you know, movies. Mon- yep. Um, I-, I think, uh, you know, Casablanca could use a few more monocles. People are never going to stop watching them. I mean, think of how many classic movies that we could put our opera our glasses into. Oh, uh, yeah uh apocalypse now exactly what i uh, mean the, the, the crucial scene brando has his opera glasses yeah holds like from out of the darkness he holds up his opera glasses through which to uh, to peer at martin sheen <sighs> <laughs> So we, we we pop them into these these classic films, our monocles and our opera glasses, uh, and, and really you know rebuild this this cultural momentum. Because well, why did the monocle go out of style? I never understood it myself. I don't, it was before I was alive, so it was difficult for me to really have a way to. <laughs> well, I mean, so ostensibly the monocle was to. To correct vision in one eye, help you see a little better. I mean, have you ever seen a person wearing a monocle? I've never seen a person wearing a monocle. It's crazy. Um, so what was, it, was it like a, it wasn't an aborted first pass at glasses. Glasses existed, you know, coexisted with the monocle for a period. Yeah. So what was it? Was it, uh, I got it. I know why the monocle went out of style. Um think about the way that a man would wear a monocle. He wears it up on his face, got it up there, it's you know, in his eyelid, and your Colonel clink style, all that. I mean I imagine um, you get it sized to your eye sockets that's not yeah, particularly yeah. difficult to wear. I know that I I I think that's feasible. Yeah, but... Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're 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 nearsighted or you're far sighted, and in in some instances, it, it makes sense to take the monocle out. What do you do when you take the monocle out? You put the monocle in your pocket, and specifically, you put the monocle in your vest pocket. I like went where the this vest. Is going. As went the vest, so went the monocle. Fashion claims another victim. Because without that pocket, put, what are you You're going to put your monocle in your pants pocket and have it get scraped up by your keys? Pfft, no. What, well, do you put it in your shirt pocket and then when somebody slaps you in the chest to, you know, just say hello, then yeah. it gets crushed? The greeting slap. Yeah, you, with the change in fashion uh, comes a change in habit. The monocle loses its place. There's not really anything to replace the lost vest, and and so it goes. It's a tragedy. Another wearable idea. Yep. Apple's doing the smart watch. Uh Mm-hmm. But are they doing the smart pocket watch? Hmm. Um... I mean, basically just take a smartphone and put it on a chain. Yeah. Or, I mean, he, he, here's what I'm thinking, though. You, you could... I can see a world where an Apple Watch, as it's constructed, someone just makes a chain for it that it goes into. But if they've got this fucking watch they're waving around on a chain, they still need a vest pocket to put it in. Exactly. So I'm, I'm starting to think that... Uh, you know, hand in hand with the—I mean, like let's let's say Apple made the watch, but they didn't make any watch bands. People would be like, well, What the fuck? I'm gonna carry like this this little pebble around?" No, you got to have both. So I'm thinking, it, with our monocle, uh, our smart monocle, we need to create complementary vests. Yes, for them with Wi-Fi. Yeah, and Bluetooth. You pair your smart monocle with your Bluetooth vest and and that see most of the processing is done on the vest itself only the surface level stuff's in the monocle and the vest can get you a lot of the biometric data yep heartbeat yeah can can suck up a lot of that data and and Mm -hmm. feed the the monocle it's a sensor laden vest yes smart vest smart vest we sell it with uh, in five button and seven button configurations. Um, pockets on either side. So because you know some people are right handed, some people are left handed, some people right eyed, some people left eyed. We don't want to. We don't want to be uh, hand normative. Yeah, exactly. We we don't we don't want to be uh, ocularly judgmental. Yes. Um. Speaking of which, you know who could, uh, if we're talking about the intersection of both uh, hip hop culture, women's fashion, and monocles, who could be a good spokesperson? Uh, Left Eye from TLC. Uh, Stephen, I have some bad news yeah. for you. What? She, what is she it? She died many years ago. Oh. <laughs> um, but what we could do is we could retroactively in TLC retcon it into the Waterfalls ex- video. Exactly. Boom! Exactly. Right there, she's got that streak under her eye, but she's got a monocle sitting right on top of it. And people, whenever they think of, uh, whenever they think of waterfalls, they'll think of monocles. Mm-hmm. Don't go chasing monocles. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we've got uh, we've got our smart monocle. We have our smart vest, um, and, and sort of. Well, again, this this is where my knowledge of fashion falls a little flat. What, what I mean, a, a man puts his monocle in his vest pocket, but what does a woman put her opera glass into? That's a damn good question. Yeah. I wish I knew more about opera glasses. Mm-hmm. To Wikipedia. The font of fail-proof knowledge. Yeah opera glasses also known as theater binoculars or galilean binoculars no one calls them that <laughs> uh or, or or also known as looker's own a stick <laughs> it looks like uh looks like just kind of a case like a leather case oh that's an opportunity right there i mean there. that's just a you know an accessory that we can cash in on yeah, the margins on those things are huge. This custom leather case. Hmm. Get it? Yeah, braided. Yeah, smart case. Smart case. Mo- most of the processing is done on the case, and the opera glasses are just a uh, the front end. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so we we have our. Our opera glass plus smart case combo and our monocle plus smart vest combo. Oh um, uh, I think it- Oh 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 also a side uh, well a second secondary idea for the, the pairing with the opera glass is a hat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: That way I you can love get it.
0: you can get more biometric data. It can yep. it, you, we can we could probably find a way to wire it directly into the wearer's brain. Probably. And and what's beautiful about it is, uh, again, like who's gonna wear a monocle without a vest? Who's gonna wear opera glasses without a hat? Like, seriously, those things just aren't done in polite society. No, 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 not not in a a a, a, a civilized society. Yes, not in a civilized society. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah, so so we, we we have that, and we can coordinate there. So like you get you get certain types of piping or colors on the the opera glass. Mm-hmm. Same on the hat. You have a Big fucking feather on the hat. You want it to match the opera glass. It it, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't want a, a, a blue fringed opera glass with an orange feather in your hat. I mean, yeah. how gauche! Oh, oh, gauche, sir <clears throat> so ah, so um, I, I think we we have reached the time for branding. What what do we call these these marvelous new devices? Well, let's start start with the monocle. I I. <laughs> I don't I don't want to infringe on copyright. We're in enough trouble for that already. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been. Uh opening the lawyer I haven't been opening the lawyer's emails <laughs> it's, it's good That uh, we call that plausible deniability <laughs> damn right we do Mark Mark as Mark as unread <laughs> um, that's going to be the name of my memoir <laughs> <laughs> Mark as unread how'd it sell uh, not well not good <laughs> uh so so the uh the smart monocle little piece of glass um eye candy eye candy eye holes um world window um uh, i don't know uh, the microsoft <laughs> well, that's that kind of a toxic that. brand yeah <laughs> yeah we, we don't want to associate with windows um, hmm. Uh, fashion glass. Uh, eyes of the world. Eyes of the world. Um, peepers. Peepers. <laughs> <laughs> the Peeper. Yes. <laughs> That's the brand. They're peepers. And, uh,. You know, when you mention taking the photo and it shouts, I am taking the photo. Uh, When it takes a video, uh, it can shout, I am taking a video. And when you are uh, just trying to, again, peacock to the world, uh, signal, just give out a cry of, hey, look at me. It can go, peep, 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 peep. Peepers, peepers, peepers. The Peepers brand. Oh, I thought of a a great marketing idea for this. You know how they had, like, the. I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago, they had the. Those, like, ringtones with that annoying ass, like, frog thing. No, 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 no. It was like a whole friggin'. I can't remember. Uh this, uh this is a really dumb thing. Let's Google annoying frog phone. It was the ringtone. It was like a, it was a song thing. I just remember crazy, crazy frog. Oh, that sounds about right. Is a computer animated character created in two thousand three by Swedish actor and playwright Eric Wernquist. Marketed by the ringtone provider Jamba. Yep. The animation was originally created to accompany a sound effect produced by David Melmedal in 1997, while attempting to imitate the sound of a two-stroke engine. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Hmm. So why don't we do something along those lines with, like, maybe like a, uh, a cartoon chick? mm Hmm. Where it does kind of like a a sort of a techno-y thing with Peepers. Well, I I like that because that gives us the opportunity to tie into the popular uh, Easter candy as well. Peeps. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the the continually popular Chris Kattan character from Saturday Night Live, Mr. Peepers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm sure we could get him for a couple of nickels. So, Crazy Frog was originally known as the annoying thing, and I can think of nothing more to describe Chris Catan. So, I think this works. Not gonna wear your peepers. What are you, chicken? <laughs> oh, and then we Photoshop him into Back to the Future too. Yeah. Uh, nobody calls me chicken. <laughs> oh man how much I mean honestly what 50 bucks a hundred how much would it we have to pay Tommy wazoa to get peepers into the room um well it depends like uh money that shows up on the books or cash under the table I don't think he cares yeah <laughs> I don't um, think he knows the difference yeah so we put uh Okay, who who wears the the monocle in the room? Because I feel like, you know, association matters here. Like we we don't want we don't want anyone wearing peepers. We want uh, Mike. fashion. Mike wears the peepers. Everybody loves Mike. Yeah, everybody loves Mike. Just edit imagine that scene the face him making that face with peepers on. Yeah, when uh when Michelle starts slinking down his body, he he makes that face and his monocle falls out. You know, Stefan, chocolate is the symbol, symbol of love. Of love. Yeah. And then uh we we could redo the alley scene where he says, uh, you know, uh Colette, she came in and uh I I misplaced, I, I have left behind something. My peepers. My peepers. My peepers. Me, me peepers. My, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can plug it into the Big Lebowski too. What was in the briefcase? Oh, uh, Peepers. Peepers. This is, this is Peepers. This is Peepers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't hold know that know. much
0: hope for the tape deck, though. <laughs> oh, the credence Or the Peepers. God or damn it, Stefan. Oh. Do you, do you want to redo that? No. No. You Wouldn't had your hope. chance, you had your chance, and you blew it. Wouldn't hold out much hope for the tape deck, though. Oh, the peepers there you go that's why you're the uh the ozzy davis to my uh christian clemenson damn right don't you forget it Mm -hmm. peepers coming to an eye hole near you see the world through a different lens i love it Mm -hmm. shove it in your face really sad to hear about left eye it was like 10 years ago dude hmm. yeah, that doesn't make it less sad yeah she's still dead what what i mean honestly don't you think there would have been a tlc comeback by now if, if she was still alive yeah yeah that's uh oh yeah she, she died in 2002 yeah it was, mm. a, it was a long time ago yeah she died in two- What? Bush was reelected in two thousand four. What happened in the last thirteen years? Am I alive? <laughs> um, oh yeah, there totally would have been a TLC comeback. There's part of me that thinks um, maybe the way they'll get around that is uh, the next time Beyonce does like a Destiny's Child reunion, she'll just swap out the two other members for uh, for TLC for Chili and t Yeah, Yeah. BBC. yeah I don't know if beyonce really naturally fits in in the left eye role but I digress yeah yeah I mean she she's she's very very much front and center there yeah le- left eye was like uh you know a, a, a good 280 hitter well she not uh, I mean she would le- she, she, didn't, do she didn't do a lot of the singing she would like she'd like background sing and then like throw it on like a, a like she'd like rap a verse. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, well maybe, uh, maybe Beyonce shifts to the uh, to the center role then, and uh, we we shift T over to the side. I don't know. It'd be a, it'd be a weird fit, but I'd be interested to see what would happen with that. Yeah. Yeah. So so T boss takes the left eye roll, and then Beyonce takes the T boss roll, and then Chili Chili can still be Chili. Yeah, and then A Rod's D H. Oh a ros dh yeah yeah Your starting lineup for your 2015 tlc <laughs> yeah uh it, it'll be t beyonce and left boss. which was the uh the nickname for uh starting pitcher chris bozio yeah yeah t boss left boss. Funny fact: He was a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Still call him Left Buzz. Left Buzz. Yep. yep. I, I had one shed and said so I was thinking of getting another. <laughs> so a few people call me two sheds. Jackson. <laughs> did you uh, Did you bring any business to the table? well oh jesus Uh, um i have an idea if you're if you're interested in diving into it yeah let's do it okay what's the hardest part about lying the hardest part about lying um you, you you mean of course besides carrying the uh the weight of the sin on your, your immortal soul. I said the Um, hardest part, the hardest part about lying. Uh, it's, uh, when you get caught in the lie, keeping the lie up. But how, how do you get caught in the lie? Inconsistency. Exactly. Mm. What if we were able to offer a lying assistance service? Okay, go on. They'll help you develop the lie. They'll help you keep the, the, all the facts of the lie straight. And they will back up your your story for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you give the right phone number. And uh, and they'll answer the phone and say, oh, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. That's exactly what like he said. No, honey, I was at the movies last night. Really? I'm going to call the theater. Yes, sir. He was here last night. Yep, our favorite customer. Exactly. Mm. You just—I mean, yeah, it's easy. You just—you know—you intercept the, the phone call going out. Yeah, yeah. Rather than try and have somebody at the theater or something like that, you just—you just, you just mm-hmm. take over the the whole thing. Um. I think I want to take a slightly different angle on it, just because this this sounds like a labor-intensive process. I mean, it's it's you, you need a lot of human capital here. I think uh, maybe building on the back of uh, of peepers, I think there's an opportunity to bring technology into play here. Okay, lay it on me. So uh, you're you know why do you lie? You you don't really structure a lie in advance because lies happen spontaneously. You you get cornered. Someone asks you a question. And you, you know, consciously or unconsciously make the decision in that moment to lie. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You make the—you said decision? Yes, you make the decision to lie. Yes, yes. Um, That's what I do, too. But, but let's say you're—you have your, your peeper there. And the peeper, of course, is always watching, but it's also always listening. When you start lying and you engage the lying protocol, the peeper springs into action in two ways— Three ways, really. Uh, The first way, it feeds you information in real time to build your lie on. Mm -hmm. With the, the powerful artificial intelligence we've developed at New Southwest, it could even construct the lie for you in real time. Two, it creates a paper trail for you to back up the lie. And three, it loudly proclaims, I am not lying! That's good. Really good. I looked at it... I am not lying! This is not a lie! We should get Eddie to record the vo- the voiceover for that. Yeah. Uh, Eddie McCaffrey or Eddie Murphy? Eddie McCaffrey. Probably about the same price at this point. <laughs> I was not in Norbit! <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, it could. What? What kind of outputs are we envisioning the paper having? Like, what kind of, what way is it feeding you information so that you can say the right things? Well, I mean, you know, you're seeing the world through it, and it has a little screen in the right. glass okay. projecting. So it's it's giving you like a a a, a number two style readout so as it hears you trying to support the lie it'll kind of just give a, a breakdown of the lie you've constructed already so that you don't miss any important points of it to be tripped up on and it, it will it will assistively pull information for you so if you if you say you know i was at the bar and the person you're lying to says which bar? Once it's picked up on you saying that you were at the bar, it will pull a list of your most frequented bars and present it directly to you. And it'll highlight the one that will best work with the other details that you have in the story. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. It's airtight. that That's a good slogan. And- <laughs> And we could market it by retroactively uh, going back and putting it, putting peepers on the face of some of history's most famous liars. Richard Nixon could wear, wear a peeper. Yeah. He goes, he goes, I am not a crook. And when he shakes his jowls, his monocle falls out. George Washington. Yep. I cannot tell a lie. Airtight. 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 Abraham Lincoln. Just, uh, hell. It, it's, it's, uh, we just mark it with, uh, previous and current U.S. presidents, and we call it the presidential line. Yeah, I mean, God, Andrew Jackson, like, pff, I'm still on the 20. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> <laughs>